Join us each week as Andrew, Ray, and others bring us in on one of their weekly phone conversations with an amazing agent. This is Little Oak Weekly. I'm going to be calling Daisy Chohan to have a conversation with her. Daisy. Hi, cousin. Sorry. Missed your call. Can you hear me well? I can hear you well, and the recording level is going good, so we're good to go. So, Daisy, you've been, uh, how long have you been with us? Since 2013, I believe, yes. 2013, that's like eight years, seven and a half, eight years, wow. Mm -hmm. And how long long have you been in the business? I've been in the business since uh, 2009, 12 years. So what? So one of the things that uh, people like to know about is um, your when you get into real estate, it affects your thinking. It affects how you think about a lot of things, and maybe even how you think about how the business should go or how you should do the business. So mm-hmm. how's your how has your thinking changed? What would you say to people listening in? How has your t- thinking changed in since twenty twelve when you just first got in the business to today? My background, Ray, as you know, is um, aviation. I was with customer relations with Cathay Pacific for almost, I don't know, all my life into the airline industry. Uh, over there, our main thing was always people, always clients, always the customers come first. I thought I was just jaded into that, and I kept that, and I still till today have that mindset where uh, my clients are my top priority. They are, because of them, I'm in business. So. That is the main thing in my business. I'm all about people. Like we all say that, but do we really mean it? I think I really mean it about that. How how did that background serve you uh, when you got in the business? The background actually really helped me. That is the basics for my, um, that laid the foundation for me into this business because people love that fact that um, they come first. And I always try to provide them the top-notch service. Just be always at their service. This is all service-oriented industry that I was in and I brought that with me and I take pride in that um, service that I offer to them um, right from the get-go. Um, sometimes I was, so, I was not used to talking to people with their first name. That was my first thing. I had to call them by Mr., you know, by their last name. So some people said, please call us by our first name. It took me a while and I still have not changed that part. Sometimes I do, but it's just a hard thing to come out of my mouth if I have to call you, like call you Ray. It's just a big deal. I'd rather call you Mr. You know, by your last name. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. So having the right mindset's a big deal. What, what, but, but real estate is a, is a more focused kind of a business and you have to have like a, a target audience. What are you, how did you figure out who your target audience was? For me, what works is I do nurture all these relationships with all my clients that are be past or present. And off the past is all my people that I worked with. So I nurtured them. And I still, till today, after all these years, I'm friends with them. We, we have, like now, of course, COVID restrictions are different. But I am always on the phone call. They call me. Um, I become the only realtor. There's like, I don't know, 3,000 people that they work with. But who is a realtor? I'm the only realtor because I left them in the midst of everything. They just call me for everything that they need. Are you referring? Are you referring to people you, you know clients that you had when you were back in the airline business? Is that what you're referring, or just clients in general? No, my colleagues, the people that I worked with. Okay, not my clients. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so a lot of your previous colleagues have become clients now. They have become good clients. You just have to be memorable to them. 
like personalizing everything is the key in my business. Sharing my stories, which they know from before when I was working there. I my kids were young; they knew how I did it, and they now they follow through my kids' lives, and they are part of the whole journey for me. They have, if they haven't purchased from me or sold anything through me, at least they've referred me to a lot of people, um, and they know me from who I was. I was a go-getter when I was working there too. I, I don't know. Maybe that's the reason. So what? How much of how much of your business is referrals? And how much is new new people that come to you through maybe marketing or signs or whatever? Honest to God, my business is all about word of mouth and referral. I marketing and everything is a very minimum number that I come because I don't market myself as much. Um, as you probably know, my deals are a little different. I try to work basically a very a customized deal, the very boutique style real estate that I do for a lot of my clients. Um, I do land deals. And my, these deals are not on MLS. I got to create them for them. I know what they want because I deal with them. I talk to them. I get to know them. And my goal is just to kind of up their business. When I up their business, guess what? It comes back to me in the same way. Now things have changed so much that they will call me, hey, can you, Daisy, can you pull this address and write an offer? Like how easy has it become? But it wasn't that easy when I got into it. I had walked miles and miles, acres and acres of land, um, talk door knocking to people. Do you do those in your in your in your nice fancy shoes, or how? What are you wearing? In my fancy high heels, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It was so funny. One of the clients that I went to see, my shoes got dirty, and he goes, "Daisy, I would like to go in those nice shoes too, but look how hard we're working." I'm like, "Yeah, I was like you too, but it's definitely in these high heels, I maintained that." No matter what I did. So high heels, you know what? It just, it looks good. <laughs> try them. I'm, I'm not going to try them. I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. I just take your word for it. So um, you, you talk about your clients. Tell, tell us some stuff about what do you do for your clients to make you memorable? How, like, tell us about what you do. What do you do for the clients that uh, make it so you're, yeah, so you're stuck in their head? What do you do? First of all, there's no two deals that are like, especially in my business. There's no two deals that you'll say, okay, this property was just like that, has three bedrooms, four baths, none of that. It does work in my case. So for me, I have to be there in every step of the way, like helps me learn more. Uh, like you say, when we listen, we learn something rather than when we speak, we're just repeating what we already know. So listening to my client and then following through, which comes from my golf game and acting on their needs, keep me in the business. For me, I think it's just me who built the appetite for more land for my developer clients. I have learned how to leverage their portfolios. I know this client has purchased this acreage from me in, let's say, 2013 for 13 and a half. Guess what? Now it's going to be subdivided into, you know, six lots. I have to approach him. Hey, are you selling? And yes, you are selling. Who am I selling today? This is how the business has evolved for me. I'm being very proactive at that. Always a step ahead of the game. When I know, um, you know, what's happening, I share that information with my clients, especially the ones that will benefit out of that. Like not every client will benefit from that. Some people will, some people don't have a knowledge of that. So I have, I'm very loyal to them that way. And they're equally loyal to me. This is what I think works for me. So you've been at this for a while, but you still have challenges. What, uh, what's your biggest, what's your biggest challenge today? What's challenging you? 
Uh, my biggest challenge is uh, not knowing half of the things because I can't go to City Hall. I can't reach there. COVID has changed quite a bit of stuff. Before, all I had to do was just go to City Hall. You know, now you have to call them and we are at their mercy. Before, I would go reach out to them and find out what more I need to know. But things have changed. That's my biggest challenge at this time. Lack of information, lack of resources. Yes, you can do it online, but certain things you need in person. I was going to say, you must you must get frustrated when um, you're accustomed to working on the website of one city, and then you have to go to another one, and you, you wonder to yourself, how do these people have a website that's so inefficient? <laughs> uh, you're right. The other thing I notice is that when you work with these kind of um, city websites, you know which city website is the best. So tell us, um, which, no is, tell us which is the best. <laughs> I find City of Series is the best one. Mm-hmm. It is very, very um, interacting. You can just type anything. It will pull up everything. Everything is archived in a way that it will take you to the next step. I've tried Maple Ridge. White Rock sucks. But I find City of Surrey website is the best. Have you ever been on uh, Pitt Meadows website? I haven't been on Pitt Meadows because I haven't done a deal there yet. I've done Maple Ridge. I have done um, Abbotsford website. It's okay. It's just a little too, uh, it's just basic. I would say Abbotsford is number two to Surrey, but Surrey is very good. But uh, I was in uh, Pitt Meadows the other day, and I'm on the site, and I'm trying to get some information. I couldn't even hardly get a map that would show the right? streets. You know, it's crazy. But uh, so, if if uh, working with the cities and getting information was your biggest challenge today, what if what's your next biggest challenge? <laughs> Being a female, and there's only guys doing all this business. The one that I do. <laughs> Really? I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm not saying they're all bad. It can be challenging at times because, as I said, there are certain limitations. I don't like to say it. I don't like to admit it. But being a female, there are certain limitations. Um, Unfortunately, that is the case, which I'm not taking it as a negative, but it is a challenge. And I do overcome it. I'm not saying I don't. I do. Um, But when they see what's behind all this, then they tend to listen to me that, You'll be surprised. The last deal that I got day before was the biggest deal. If I had closed it, it was $98 million deal. Of course, somebody will send it to you because you're the first person to get it. They think I can do it because the clients that I have, they make me who I am today. So um, you, you earlier on, you were talking about uh, taking care of your clients, and I know you do special things. Tell us, tell us some of the things you do for your clients. For me, I definitely phone calls. Phone calls, giving them, like, developer people, they don't need any of your gifts. I hardly give them any gifts. All they need is the inside of a specific site. Who's got it? Who had touched it? Uh, what can we do But with this one? What can be the yield? Can we increase the yield? What are the other options? And that's where I come in, and I do all the work. Um, yes, they they now, honest to God, I'm learning a lot from them, more than I, I can teach them. I learn from them. You do client, you do client, you do client parties, don't you? I did a lot of client parties before. Yes, um, those ones are basically they will come and go as they go. You know, they will come. You've been to one of them, yeah? Or two? I know. That's why yeah. I brought it up. Yeah, I did a lot of client parties. Um, actually, they are so involved with me that my kids will know them too. This is how my clients become my friends. People say, "Oh, don't involve the business with pleasure," but unfortunately, in my case, I do. Because my kids are my biggest asset as well. So I am always there with them. They know my children. Actually, that helps sometimes to see if I can do that. 
I am not that kind of person that, oh, I'm going to just do one thing at a time. No, I have managed to be a mom uh, and a business owner. I am very proud of that way. So what's your, what's, your, what's your outlook for the rest of the year? What do you think is going to happen in the real estate market in the lower mainland for the next uh, nine months or so? To what I think right now is, um, did you notice that they've discontinued making land? <laughs> I, was just, uh, I was just beginning to think about that. Yeah, they stopped a while ago, didn't they? So, yeah, that's where, <laughs> that's where the problem is. I need more of that. We don't have enough inventory. That is the only concern I have. Affordability people are talking about it. You know what? I deal with CMHC on that level where they're talking about affordability. I deal with a lot of clients that that have the capability of doing that. So I'll take them to CMHC office, which is downtown Vancouver, and then see if they can get the funding, which is the best of all. Um, and so then we're trying to make more homes for them. Bottom Bottom is there's no inventory. And we are going to continue on like this. Tell us about um, your mind's changed from 2012 to now, but there's people coming into the business today who are going to be going through that change. What what advice have you got from what what, what would you say to new people about some some of the things they are going to they're going to have to change in their thinking? What would you tell them? You got any advice for anybody? I am not that good that I can advise them, but I can speak from my experience that um, just be proactive. Like, for example, I'll tell you what I just did. If all the realtors that are new to the business, they can do this. I made 50 grand just because I was driving. I think I mentioned to you too. I was driving and I got this notification from myself to myself about a specific property that I thought will fit with one of the clients, which is a development property. It came on the market at 4 o'clock from the board and I called, called him at 4.15. Guess what? We got the deal. At 3.6, I paid 10 grand over asking, and I told the other realtor, I'm like, can you get this accepted 9 a.m.? My client's going out of town. We didn't let it go into multiple situations. So I would say, if you have a specific need for a specific client, please have that notification come directly to you, not to your client, directly to you, and then you forward it to your client based on that. Hey, I think this is perfect for you. Why don't we look into it before everybody else? Uh, before they look at it, actually. Right, right. So mm-hmm. th- th- that's a that's a good little tip. I'm just going to mm-hmm. repeat it because sometimes the new people might not realize that you can go on Paragon and you can uh, set notifications for properties. And you're saying, instead of sending it right to them, send it to yourself first, then forward it. I do. Yeah. Because you might have multiple people like that that you would want to send it to. And a notification, I don't know if you can sell, send specific ones to so many people. I'd rather be selective there. All right. And when you select to yourself, you will not cannot go wrong. No. No. You you right? you'll have it. I I've done the same thing myself, so that's uh that's good. So mm-hmm. Daisy, what else you got any other um words of advice for people that have maybe been in the business a while and they're struggling because people are struggling. I've heard people say recently they're struggling under a lot of fatigue. So how do you keep yourself up and how do you keep your energy up? My energy is the excitement of this business. Um, of course, my kids. And a little bit of golf. Not a little bit, a lot of golf. Wow. So do you do some business on the golf course as well? I haven't done any business yet. Um, I will be doing business because all my girlfriends that we golf with, they are all selling and they're all purchasing. One of my girlfriends yesterday, she goes, Daisy, can you sell my house in one day? We looked at property. We're going to check it today. This is yesterday. Mm-hmm. And if you like it, then um, let's just write it on that and sell our house. 
I'm talking about $10 million. So nice. I don't go there for business. I don't go there for business. Trust me. You go there and have some fun and the business comes. Business comes. When you're genuine, actually, people see that. You don't have to... Um, for me, I think, don't pretend. People can see through that. Like, I can see through anybody else in front of me being somebody else. Same thing they can see to me, too. So who cares? I am who I am. If they like me, they like me as I am. That's the best connection ever, rather than being somebody and then later on they find out, oh, this is not the person that I met. And just be, you know what? You have to have gratitude for this business. It is an amazing business. There's so much you can do. Or there's so little you can do. It's all within you. For me, it has taught me all that. Perfect. Uh, thanks for thanks for sharing all those things with us. So, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, or uh, where do you? How did how people how do people find you? Where are you located? You can they can call me. My number six zero four three zero six six seven nine nine. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, they can reach me there as well. DaisyChohan.ca. Wow. Well, Daisy, that's been a pleasure talking to you and. Maybe we'll talk again in the future. Love to. You always just, just just give me the energy. Thank you so much. You are a wonderful human being. I love dealing with you, talking to you. Seriously, you're one of a kind. You're first class. Well, so are you and the agents and the agents that listen to this or anybody that listens to the podcast. Because this podcast is available on any platform and it's easily found. I think it's called Little Oak Little Oak Podcast. So people uh, people have requested that we, we do a little bit of training. And this was this was a session on mindset and changing your mind and taking care of your clients. So that's a awesome session. Um, have a great day, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Oh, one more thing, Ray. Sure. Like, may I add? Sure. Um, you know how we always talk about doing things, adding to it. Now that I've done this, to me, land deals are just piece of cake. What I've done recently is I have done uh, my course on Mac Center, um, the marketing for luxury real estate. Okay. And I really enjoyed that. It was literally, I don't even know, $400 or something. But now I'm rebranding myself based on that. That's going to be my business where I have done bigger deals, but I think I need to do some chic deals now. That's where I'm hoping for um, and going into that. So there's lots of information that we can learn from um, on our own resources on our Mac Center. Well, yeah, them. we call it Max Center, but originally it used to be called Remax University. And um, yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There's so many courses that agents can take and get designations. So you've got your what's what's the designation called now? It's the marketing for luxury listings. Marketing for luxury listings. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be doing more. It's addicting, actually. Very nice course. If anybody's thinking of doing it, I highly recommend it. It's not boring at all. It's very informative, and it is. It's really, it's not like hard. Yes, you have some assignments to do, but I'm sure if I can do it, anybody can do it. Well, that's awesome, Daisy. Have yourself a great day and a great rest of your year, and we'll be in touch. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.